Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Good Lord in heaven. What a lengthy one today was. Uh, a lot of action here. Day two, E3. Uh, I just kind of mean in terms of the length of things, because, I mean, let's be honest, the action that we've been seeing, uh, well, you wouldn't know this until you actually watch some of these shows. Not been phenomenal, but we've got another recap coming in hot and heavy for you. Uh, I don't know how long this is going to be. I'm going to try and keep it condensed. Some of this stuff was just like rapid fire after Square Enix's uh, and just uh, just overload of information. So I'm going to do my best to condense it. Know that I am not going to likely be able to cover everything that showed up uh, in these uh, events today. Uh, but I'll do my best. Uh, I can get pretty much all of what we saw at Square Enix at least. And then beyond that though, it's going to be... Well, baby, buckle up, but we've got Square Enix, the PC gaming show, and future gaming, or gaming future, future, the future is now, future game show, that's the name of it, that's what we're going to be covering in this, uh, in, in this uh, uh, recap, I guess is what we'll call it. So, Square Enix happened, and uh, if you haven't already seen on Twitter, didn't exactly knock this bad boy out the park. Uh, was not exactly a strong showing, and even what they did show was, um, not good. <laughs> uh, they started out with a substantially longer than probably necessary, but totally setting the tone for the rest of, uh, what we all had to expect they may or may not have had. Guardians of the Galaxy. It's a game set on, well, Guardians of the Galaxy. Coming October 26th. Uh, it's a single-player story-driven third-person action-adventure game. Decisions matter type stuff we're talking here, you know? You know, like, which snarky comment are you going to choose out of three snarky comments? Uh, showed a lot of gameplay in there. Uh, so if, you want, if you're interested, there are loads and loads of gameplay moments to witness. Uh, the writing seems very on point, in all fairness. If, you're, you, know, if you, know, you know the Guardian's writing style, then it uh, will be apparent. Uh, that they do a pretty good job of mimicking that. Uh, overall, looks what I have written here as strikingly mediocre. Once again, October 26th of this year, Guardians of the Galaxy. Then after that, we had Final Fantasy 1 through 6. It's a very quick little clip. Uh, 1 through 6, uh, coming to Steam and mobile, uh, some sorts of remasters or re-releases of 1 through 6. Then we got that another little... Quick peek at that Legend of of, uh, of Mana uh, remaster, remake, whatever you want to call that one uh, that we've known about for a while. That's finally dropping here in the not-too-distance. It's actually going to be June 24th, so you can get excited for that if you're looking to go back. Or if you've not played uh, the game and uh, you're looking to, uh, to experience why perhaps many people are talking lots of good stuff about it, not too far off. Following that, we had Avengers, uh, the game that, uh, apparently people still play. Uh, they're making content for it. And the content they just showed off was a couple things. We had some, uh, a new mode of sorts that has randomized respawning boss fights and other things. And then there was a Black Panther War for Wakanda expansion that's going to drop for free, uh, at some point in the, in the not-too-distant future. So if you're one of the, uh, 15 to 30 people still playing that game and giving them your money for it, there you go. New Hitman Sniper thing. This is what I have in my notes. I'm telling you, some of this stuff was kind of like happening fast and not a lot of detail dropping. But uh, yeah, it's like a, a Hitman game 
Uh, you're not playing necessarily as Agent 47. They showed a few characters. Mostly seems to be uh, sniping things and such. Uh, but hey, you know what? Pretty much everything they've done with Hitman lately has been pretty damn good, so who's to say this might not also be pretty damn good? Following that, we had uh, Near Reincarnation show up on my screen for about five seconds. And then we got some more Final Fantasy Mobile stuff for the existing Final Fantasy Mobile games. Uh, so if you're big into that racket, uh, they have a few updates that odds are you probably already know about. But if you don't, well, you can go and check that out and you can try and keep up with the fast action uh, that uh, was popping up on the on the screen trying to tell you what exactly these mobile games were going to be bringing you. Uh, following that, we had some Final Fantasy VII The First Soldier. That's that uh, Battle Royale mobile Final Fantasy VII thing that we, uh, we've seen before. Uh, yeah, apparently that's going to be uh, dropping sometime still in 2021. And then we got Babylon's Fall. I uh, had a trailer done by Platinum Games. Uh, some form of third-person action game that looks like a budget Dark Souls is probably the best description I've got for it. Uh, you know, it, it's got some... I don't know, we were talking about this in chat. It's got some some forms of their the art style is, is really great and others is is a bit, you know, maybe not so great. Or, or more, maybe less that and more... Uh, that the, the styles don't seem to mesh all that well. I don't know. Either way, um, it's like a... From what we can tell, we were also trying to decide in chat what we were going to call this thing. Uh, it's kind of like a fantasy... Some, I can't remember who said it, but like a, a fantasy risk of rain, almost, is what the feel that it, it gives. It's coming for PS4, PS5, and Steam. Uh, I don't have a date there, but... Uh, you can figure it out, I'm sure. Following that, we had Life is Strange Remastered Collection coming September 30th. Uh, they showed side-by-side, side, you know, like those screen wipes to show just how uh, impressive the update was. Uh, you know, there's a, if, if there's a difference there, not substantial. But, all the same, it did look a bit better. Uh, and uh, that's... That's coming out, uh, is that just before or just after? Oh no, it's afterwards, because Life is Strange True Colors had some more gameplay shown off. Um, and that's coming out September 10th, I have it here in my notes, I'm calling it Empathy the Video Game. Take that for what you will. Uh, following that we had the, the big one. This is like... Uh, <laughs> So we, we talked about, I think on the podcast, we talked about how there was a rumor of Team Ninja working on a Final Fantasy game that was based in the era of the original Final Fantasy. Like the NES original Final Fantasy. So we saw a bit of that today. Uh, Team Ninja and Koei Tecmo bringing us Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin coming in 2022. Uh, it looks like Devil May Cry had a baby with Dark Souls. It had some, what I've described here as horrific dialogue. Uh, it's got a demo coming to PS5 soon. Look, I gotta be straight with you. It didn't look good. Um, uh, it, it, uh, maybe it turns out to be great. I gotta, I gotta let you know, and you can check it for yourself. Woo! Spicy. 
And that was Square Enix. We made it to the end of Square Enix. Some people are calling it the worst, uh, the possibly worst showcase at E3 of all time. That might have been true until a couple hours after this show. But we're not there yet. We're on PC Gaming Show now. And a lot happened here. And again, I actually missed the first hour of it taking M to work. Uh, but I've got some notes here, thankfully. Marky Mark, our uh, our legendary editor, uh, took some notes so I can go over some of this stuff with you. Uh, so that you don't miss out on uh, on any of it. This is, of course, the show where they've got uh, Sean and Frankie. And they had a third this year. And I can't think of her name right now off the top of my head. Uh, but bless them. They all do great work. And it's always nice to see them together doing... Uh, doing these things. Uh, but, uh, first up we have Maraca blade point, uh, was apparently uh, shown. We had some dodgeball academia from humble games. More chivalry two was shown off ramen, like raw, like ramen noodles, except spelled raw men. Uh, that's a, that could be a dangerous Google search. So maybe put game at the end of that. Just, just to be certain. Uh, combo of Dodgeball and Overcooked is what Mark is listing in here as. Same art style kind of as Overcooked. That sounds interesting to me. Uh, why not? Dodgeball's in vogue now that we've got, uh, that we've got, uh, uh, what's it, Super Knockout City or Knockout City? Am I just adding Super to that? Why not? Uh, following that, we had Dying Light 2 dropping December 7th of this year. Then Humankind got a release date of sometime December 2021. Apparently, there's a question mark at the end of that. I don't know. Go Google it. Uh, They Always Run, coming soon, and he has uh, a looks like Strider uh, slash Metroidvania. That sounds like a very tempting combo, and it's been done a few times now in the last couple of years, especially in the indie scene, but uh, you know what? Pretty much all of them have been really good, so why not have another one? Following that, we had uh, Orcs Must Die 3, dropping July 23rd of 2021. Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song got uh, got shown off. I'm not even sure what that is, but if it's anything that's not Vampire the, the Masquerade, the, you know, the game coming out at this point that was supposed to be out like 15 times, I don't even know what to say about that anymore. Holy crap. Uh, Gigabash, which uh, Mark has, if Smash Bros. were isometric and played on better graphics, 2000, oh, 2000's SimCity. That's a hell of a, that's a hell of a description. (laughs) And now I need to go and look that up to see what that looks like. Uh, but there you go, Gigabash. Uh, then then one that Sean, uh, locked, uh, in on and, and really enjoyed, uh, apparently is Lemnus Gate. Uh, there's a trailer shown off for that. It's a first-person... I did see this one. First-person uh, shooter turn-based strategy game coming to PC and consoles. Beta is coming up in July. Launches August 3rd. That does look quite interesting. I'm not even going to try to describe it to you. Uh, beyond saying that it's a first-person shooter uh, strategy game, you should totally check out the trailer for that for yourself. Very interesting. Obviously, quite unique. Following that... Uh, the next Space Rebels Fall 2021 release, uh, people build rockets in-game, uh, and YouTube gets them money to build more. Uh, what? (laughs) What? I don't know what that means, but it sounds interesting. 
So go check that out. War Tales 2021 is an open world RPG that was shown off. Uh, Ixion uh, 2022, a survival game in space. Uh, Mark has Emo Elon blew up the moon. That could actually happen. Whatever, that was dad coughing if you heard that. <laughs> whatever, whatever. Whatever that is, that could actually happen. Uh, Lakeburg Legacy is a medieval dating sim. I know I could use that in my life. Killing Floor 2 updates uh, coming on June 22nd. For those of you that are still hardcore into Killing Floor 2, there's a lot of people in the Killing Floor community. MechWarrior 5 Mercenaries, which was a major uh, sponsor of sorts of the stream, uh, was shown off some more. Uh, we were talking about the podcast. Hopefully, Mercenaries brings some more people back and keeps the MechWarrior name alive. Uh, then we got Silt, which is like Gree, kinda, only black and white. I did see the trailer for this. Um, yeah, it's a, it's 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 like an art house thing like Gree, but black and white. And it looked like it was like uh, based on uh, or loosely around um, scuba diving. Thus the name Silt. Hello Neighbor 2, coming 2021. Jurassic World Evolution was shown off for what has to be like the, the second time, I guess, at this point. Maybe even third by the time we get to the next show. Uh, so we already know that that's coming. New Blood Interactive Sizzle Reel was dropped there. So if you're a fan of New Blood Interactive, then you can check out their Sizzle Reel to keep up with what they've got going. Gabe Newell showed up, looking like Santa Claus, to talk about um, Steam Next Fest, which I think is like their own little... Uh, showcase thing that they're doing uh, in the not-too-distant future. Following that, we got Solstice uh, coming out in 2022 to Steam, um, which you can guess what that's maybe like based on the name. <laughs> then we had Chaos Gate Demon Hunters, or Demon Hunters. I can never know how to pronounce that when it's spelled that way. Uh, Warhammer 40k, briefly shown. And I mean briefly, and that's coming out in 2022, so uh, get ready for all the hair-ticking and everything in between. EVE Online is still a video game. It was shown off a little bit, uh, again, reminding everyone that uh, if you want a second job, maybe even a fourth life, you can do that in EVE. But they're trying to make it a little bit easier on new players, and they showed off EVE Academy, which seemed to me to be something like uh, helping new players get into existing corps or uh, the corporations or, or, or other uh, bands of folks to make the the introduction to the game a little easier before all of their hard-earned ships and money is lost to the void in their first combat scenario. After that, we got Tinykin, which is Pikmin. Almost exactly Pikmin. I, I mean, strikingly Pikmin. So if you like Pikmin and you don't want to wait for the next Pikmin, then this might be right up your alley. Tinykin, coming 2022. So keep an eye out on that if you want to go check that out. Then we got Chernobylite, and this was around the time I think that we started to uh, realize that one of the themes of this year is lots of games in Russia. And so we started making lots of jokes about that. Uh, Chernobylite, final heist coming in 2021. Uh, they made, of course, a reference to the Chernobyl HBO special saying, you know, 3.6 on the on the reader and not good, not great. So, you know, they check that box off for what's, you know, whatever, whatever that's worth. 
Uh, after that, we had Sacrifier, not Sacrifice, as I accidentally wrote the first time. Sacrifier, which is a 2.5D pixel art, semi-turn-based, semi-action combat RPG now on Kickstarter. And this is also around the time we recognized that pretty much everything was going to be pixels and pixel art. It kicks off a block of that. Icarus, coming August 11th, looks like a first-person Valheim where you're trying to fly off the planet, ultimately, so... Uh, if you, uh, if you enjoyed Valheim or liked the look of it, and you were like, man, first person would be pretty dope, and I want to go to space, they've got you covered. Following that, we had Mecha Jammer, which is looking like another 2.5D isometric pixel game, maybe kind of a CRPG, question mark? Uh, following that, we had Death Trash, and you guessed it, it's a 2.5D pixel game, but this time semi-4X style, it seemed. So, you got lots to choose from. If your thing is pixels, let me tell you. Or Russia, oh! Or Grapple Hooks 2021-2022. Real nice couple of years coming up for you. Uh, Citizen Sleeper coming 2022 is in fact not a 2.5D pixel game. So, we avoided one for there. Uh, but I also have on my notes, I actually also don't know what it is. I have no description for you. We didn't really see anything. So, all I can tell you is it's not a 2.5D pixel game. You're welcome. And then finally, I've got Project Warlock 2, which unfortunately came back around for some more pixels. Uh, but this time in first person, and Doom. If you like, you know, old Doom, but you wanted even more pixels, Project Warlock 2. And then we hit the end of the PC game show. But wait, there's more. And when I say that, I mean there is... Oh, my lord have mercy. There is more. Uh, the future game show popped off after that, and, uh, let me tell you about how this show could have been, I don't know, but, uh, a lot shorter. Let's just say a lot shorter, because, uh, I mean, I, like I was saying, look, I'm happy, we were watching this live, I'm happy that they're giving so much shine to smaller games, because it's not, you know, there are indie-specific events throughout the year, but it's nice to be able to see them, you know, given shine whenever. But there's a line, and you have to, you have to kind of like, still present it in a, in a package that people can digest. This was not that. However, they did have Laura Barry, uh, Barry, Laura Bailey, and uh, Troy Baker, presenting. So, they had that going for them. I'm not going to tell you everything that happened here. I'm going to pick out the uh, highlights and a little bit more because if I gave you everything, we'd be here for a very long time. So I'm just going to give you what I can here. First up, I've got Instinction, which is like dinosaurs and hunting them in 2022. Do you like dinosaurs? Do you like the idea of perhaps hunting them? Then Instinction... Looks like it may just be the game for you. After that, we had Grow, Song of the Evertree, which is looking like another relaxing village builder type deal. We've got a number of those coming up here uh, as of late, and that's yet another one. Did look, I have to say, you know, quite good. 
The, the visual, uh, uh, at least the visual styling, very appealing, for sure. And sometimes you need to just relax. You don't need to always be hunting dinosaurs in Russia with pixels. You don't need that all the time. Sometimes you just need, you know, to farm turnips or some shit. Following that, we had Esports Boxing Club, uh, which is like the first time I think I've ever seen a game use the word esports like that in the title without actually being in any way that I know of tied to esports. I it's just regular boxing. I mean, they've got like they've they've got, you know, all the classic boxers you could you could think of and uh, right up through until to today's popular boxers, it just seems to be a whole whack of them. I don't know what it has anything to do with esports, but uh, it's Esports Boxing Club. Uh, also comes with the first ever in a game woman's division for it, which is pretty awesome. Uh, and it's going to be hitting PC and all major consoles coming later this year. So if you're looking for your replacement for, uh, you know, Fight Night since it's been, I don't know, 13 years since we've had one of those, uh, this might be it. Following that, we had Hell Let Loose, which is not just another euphemism for me on the toilet in the morning. Uh, That one is a World War II shooter, because there's never enough of those. 100 player battles, it's boasting. Uh, Dropping the 27th of July this year, with consoles getting the game later in the year. After that, we had... uh, Oh, no, wait. Oh, wait. Is this more... What is this? No, this is a new... Th- Sorry. I thought I messed up my my bullet points. I did not. Uh, then we had Red Solstice 2 Survivors coming to Steam June 17th. That's an up to eight player full co-op campaign, real-time tactical combat with specialists that do specific things as specialists would uh, on the battlefield. So uh, kind of an action-y... Uh, specialist-based game with heavy co-op that you can check out if you so wish. Once again, it's Red Solstice 2 Survivors. And, uh, I mean, the 17th, that's four days. Get on it. Following that, we had uh, Delivering Mail Better Than Anyone Else and also Live Your Life the Best Way You Can in the game called Lake. L-A-K-E. Lake. That's the title. It's coming September 1st. So, you know, if you ever wanted to fantasize or you fantasize about being Postman Pat, but a woman and at a lakeside town instead of in the middle of Britain. Lake. Following that, pixelated souls like eldest souls. Yes, it even has souls in the title. At this point, we're just not even trying. Drops on PC and consoles July 29th. So, if you like Dark Souls and games with souls in the title that are also like Dark Souls, then Eldest Souls is for you. Following that, we had... Where am I? Enlisted from the team behind War Thunder. So, as it was noted in chat, that uh, oftentimes comes with a bit of... uh, Oh, what do you want to call it? Uh, not Maybe pay to win? Or at least pay to have a better time. Regardless, enlisted. World War II game yet again. Squad mode lets you control AI teammates in your squad and swap between them to play. Or you can just play solo by yourself instead in modes that are for that. 
uh, and go about your business as you would in a normal multiplayer shooter. Um, and that's all I've got. For some reason, I don't have a date or anything, but you can check that out. Enlisted. Bullet time stunt shooter Severed Steel has you playing a one-armed gunman in a stylish world. Uh, look pretty neat. Kind of uh, um, similar to some of the other stunt shooters that you would have seen. Uh, but of course, you know, this time with only one arm. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's just, it's a thing. I mean, it didn't look bad. It's, it's just, you know, what a, what a hell of a concept. Uh, following that, we had Sonic Colors Ultimate. Ah, yes, a brief showing of Sonic Colors Ultimate. Again, this, with an, this time with an exclusive level shown called Tropical Resort. That is dropping September 7th of this year, of course. So if you're a Sonic fan, you like Sonic Colors, uh, you probably already know that. But uh, so, uh, September 7th? Yeah, that's the thing. Sonic's making a comeback again. After that, we had Chucklefish Management Sim Starmancer was shown in a trailer. If you're big into Chucklefish games, uh, it looked very much like a Chucklefish game. I know that's shocking, but it did. Uh, and that means it's probably going to be pretty fun. Because most of Chucklefish's uh, games are pretty good. We then saw Death Run TV, with the, which had a demo available right now. It's kind of like Hotline Miami meets... Binding of Isaac, or like uh, um, somebody was saying, like Enter the Gungeon as well would be a another similar type game. Then we saw the very artsy Harold Halibut. Yes, like the fish. Harold Halibut. Very artsy. Marionette feeling visuals is what I wrote at first before the guy came on screen and said, Hey, you know how there are like other teams doing this stop motion animation and doing all the sets painstakingly by hand and scanning them in and etc, etc. Well, we're doing that as well, but with like clay and, uh, and, and scanning them all in and we're, we're not doing stop motion though. We're, we're doing all the other parts. We're just not crazy enough for stop motion, but it's a very interesting, uh, looking game visually anyway. And, uh, I'm sure the gameplay, uh, holds true to that statement as well. But, uh, if you're into that kind of, uh, of, of style of game, definitely check it out. Harold Halibut, it looked uh, very intriguing. I, I'm always impressed with, you know, the new ways that, uh, that, uh, these artists and, and developers are finding to, uh, create more unique looking, uh, games. Uh, it's coming soonish. Uh, is the actual verbiage they used. Coming soonish. Following that, we had Happy Game. Uh, pro tip, it's not. It's more like, um... It's more like nightmare fuel, but that's the idea. You know, it's the gotcha. It's not so happy. It might look a little happy, but it's not. I can't tell you what else the, that game is really about. However, they do have a demo. So if you want to go check out the demo, you can find out for yourself what happy is all about. Uh, skateboarding action platformer, Ollie, Ollie world. Got another trailer. Interesting concept for sure. It's kind of like Sonic, but with a skateboard. Uh, really did actually look interesting and kind of fun. They call it like a flow state game, which is kind of like almost maybe, I mean, Sonic would almost fall into that category as well, where you're just kind of very focused and uh, the game is just constantly pushing you forward type deal. Um, and uh, yeah, very, uh, very kind of a, a, a fun and I, I'd, I'd hazard to also call it unique as well. Um, and so if you're, if you like that kind of like a smaller 
uh, game where they're just focusing on one or two mechanics and really nailing it. Ollie, uh, Ollie, Ollie World. <laughs> it's very skateboarder specific. Uh, is uh, is coming up, and and I have it. It's launching on damn near everything ever made this winter. And that's exactly what it sounds like. I mean, they're putting that shit on damn near everything. It's like Frank's hot sauce. Following that, we saw Batora Lost Haven, which is a mix of hack and slash and twin stick shooter with a demo that's not now available. So uh, you can go and check that one out and play it for yourself. Lots of demos available for a lot of the games shown here in this uh, in this segment. Uh, Two Point Campus, we got another look into that with some dev talking points. Uh, and, I mean, it, it wasn't anything super in-depth beyond what we've already seen, just a couple of extra little uh, tidbits from uh, from the developer, of course, trying to describe to people what Two Point is in general, not just Two Point Campus, but Two Point as, uh, as a series. Uh, and, uh, and just seeing a couple of extra little bits and pieces, but yeah, it's, 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 another, it's another Two Point game. Then we saw Project Ferocious, which I think is being done by one dude. Uh, possibly just in his apartment, by himself, doing his thing. Uh, it's an action-adventure game on a tropical island with dinosaurs and guns. Uh, uh, we have a couple of those this year. It did look interesting. It didn't look like it was you versus the dinosaurs necessarily, though. I mean, it was definitely you shooting other dudes with other guns. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, uh, anytime you see a game being tackled by one individual or a very small pocket, always, uh, always nice to go and check it out. So Project Ferocious doesn't have, uh, a full working, I mean, that's their working title, I guess, or their, their code name. Uh, they're aiming or target releasing, uh, in 2023. So lots of time to go, uh, before we hit that. Then we got Doom meets Super Meat Boy. In the first-person shooter platformer called Warcry Challenges, which I think, if I'm not mistaken, Doom Eternal started flirting with some platforming itself. So uh, maybe the concept there was just like, shit, maybe we should just run wild with that. And that's exactly what it looks like. is like a, a platformer Doom-like. And then lastly, I've got Conway Disappearance at Dahlia View, which is a mystery game. Uh, another kind of, I don't know, I don't want to call them all artsy. But it's a little artsy. Uh, it's coming later in 2021. So if you uh, if you like mystery games, there's not all, there's not exactly a huge list of mystery games. So mark this one on your calendar. Uh, later in 2021, Conway Disappearance at Dahlia View uh, will be yours soon enough. And that's where we're going to call it because I'm a half an hour in. That's the highlights I've got for you. Uh, I will say that Square Enix's was definitely poor. Um, not a good showing. I don't know many people that weren't kind of thinking that. We all know that it's a very difficult time for a lot of, uh, publishers and developers, uh, developers, of course, as we're still in the middle of this pandemic nonsense. Um, but, uh, you know, they've, so, you know, everything's harder and it takes longer and, uh, but the showing was not hot. I feel like they probably could have still done better with what they had, but all the same, there it is. Um, PC gaming show was, was what it is pretty much every year. Uh, definitely go and check out some of those highlights. Uh, and then the, uh, yeah, that, that last one, future game show, that woo baby, that was a real doozy. Uh, be selective about that one. <laughs> if you're going to go, if you're going to go looking anyway, guys, that's day two of E3. Thank you so much for, uh, for listening or if you're catching the 
uh, the video portion of uh, this where Mark has to painstakingly try and cut a bunch of video in um, to me talking about this like some sort of madman that he is. Uh, then thank you so much for doing so. I will see you guys uh, tomorrow. We will be getting in our Nintendo, I think, tomorrow is happening. Maybe? The the Nintendo event? And and, uh, and I think that's it? I, I don't know. We don't have much left. So uh, we're coming around uh, to the, uh, the end of her. But uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you guys next one. And until then, peace.